0: Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me Chris and me Richard, the podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points in the world of football and discuss all the action in the week to come.
1: In this week's podcast, the Battle of the Bridge 2 ends in a controversial draw. The troubles continue for Manchester United, leading to a historic win for Brentford. Liverpool lose Nunes, but save a point against Paris, all while City and Arsenal score four and look strong in the early season.
0: Well, we've lots to get on with this week. Uh, Let's talk football. Right then, welcome back, everybody, to the third podcast of the season, week two of the Premier League. And uh, it's it's, it's all kind of kicked off, isn't it, already?
1: No handshakes, please.
0: No handshakes. Please make eye contact when you shake hands with the opposition managers, and everything will be fine, guys.
1: Oh yeah, apparently so. Apparently so. <laughs> Although, if you've seen a photo that I've seen, hmm. Sean Dyche might have something to say about that. Because when Thomas Tuchel and Sean Dyche shook hands last season, he did not look in his eyes.
0: Well, a bit of respect is needed. A bit of
1: respect from Thomas Tuchel, please. Yeah. Oh,
0: or Antonio Conte.
1: Surprised he didn't trip him up. Uh, team 2 call all the way be, here. That would have been hilarious if he had. <laughs> team 2 call all the way.
0: Uh, let's start at the bridge. Let's start, let's the, bridge. start at the bridge. Let's start the bridge. 2 2. Uh, lots of controversy in this one.
1: Wow. Well, you you've say got, controversy. We, we can't
0: really trust your objectiveness in this matter, though, I'm afraid. So we're just going to have to listen to me on this one. Okay. Because you've got your Tottenham eyes on. Okay. Um, so I don't think either of the Tottenham goals should have stood. Okay. I'm I'm with Thomas Tuchel on this particular occasion.
1: Well, you're a Thomas Tuchel fan, so I'm not surprised you're with Thomas Tuchel.
0: I believe that A Havertz was fouled. I do think that, and okay. I think and I think B, uh, Richarlison was in the eye line of the goalkeeper. Right. Okay. When the shot yeah. came in, and I also believe the second goal no one ever could argue with the fact that Cucarella is now missing a clump of his hair <laughs> is somewhere left on the on the grass at Stanford Bridge um, to, which will probably grow a nice little tree or a bush or something when it's roots in unbelievable A shocking performance from the officials in my opinion yeah uh, I thought Chelsea outplayed Tottenham for yeah, at least part 70 part. minutes of that game at least 70 minutes of that game they were the better team and uh yeah the first half yes they were 45 they were minutes best the team. Team in the first
1: half even i will admit that
0: yep. even in the second half though you know tottenham had moments but yeah chelsea was still the dominant side
1: Pressure from us we played yeah for about 15 minutes we played well yep. yeah
0: so for me i just think there's the poles apart but somehow thanks to anthony taylor and his team and the var uh just somehow nicked a point. Daylight robbery at the bridge. We shouldn't be calling it battle at the bridge. It should be robbery at the bridge. Daylight robbery at the bridge. Will
1: you say that? Mm. Chelsea had 16 shots at goal. Only yeah. three of them on target.
0: Yeah, and they scored two of them.
1: Yeah. But they've had 16 shots at goal. That's all they
0: needed to win that game. Was
1: those they, two. They didn't, they didn't put us away. They should have put us away in the first half. They were by far the better team in the first half. Yeah. They should have put us away, and they didn't.
0: Well, they should have, because you shouldn't have scored. Your goal shouldn't have stood.
1: Well, obviously, the 1st we've had this discussion, but we'll have it again. Mm-hmm. First goal, he touches the ball. He doesn't touch you the can ball. clearly might,
0: see that from might, the angle. He might touch the ball, but he's taken Havertz out way before he gets the ball.
1: No, no. Yes. He, takes, yes. he touches, no. The, he touches no. it with his toes oh my God. and then he's... takes Havertz out.
0: No, he doesn't touch the ball. I can't have this.
1: Your thing about the offside—obviously they would have had to look at that. Yes, he's in his eye line. He's but in the I think they line. said that he was far enough away from him that he. Wouldn't I
0: just, I can't, I can't buy that. Yeah, but I can't buy him. that, how can, yeah. how can you, how can you, how can you, how can you accept that as an excuse? Like he's in. Like the the most important part for the goalkeeper is when the player strikes the ball. Yeah. If he can't see the player strike the ball because of that player who stood offside. Mm-hmm. Goalkeeper means he's losing about how he was probably about what ten ten yards away from him.
1: Uh he was yeah, he was about the penalty spot. Yeah, yeah. so he's
0: about ten yards away from Hol- Holberg. And mm-hmm. uh, this is Richarlison. Which oh means, no, its on the edge of the box.
1: Yeah. And Who, then Yeah.
0: And then Richarlison's in inside the box,
1: isn't he? He's yeah, to so he's to the goalkeeper's right.
0: So he's about he's about yeah. he's about well he's right in front of the goalkeeper. He's about Yeah. 10 yards from Hoyberg though, right, you'd say? Um, Give or take. Yeah, give or take. Which means the keeper's unsighted for that
1: ball for a good distance. Well, enough, this is why, enough
0: for him to be able to see the ball and get
1: across the goal quicker. And this is why the offside rule is crap.
0: Well, it's not really. His, his, because his Richarlison,
1: Richarlison is in an offside position. Yep. And, all right, he hasn't attempted to play the ball. No. But he's in an offside position and he but has he... the opportunity to stick his leg out. Flag should
0: go up, yeah, right. But he's he's affecting the play though, even by just being there. But
1: the flag should go up. The fact that he's in the goalkeeper's
0: sight, as you say, VAR of City. the the thing that shocked me is VAR's looked at it and gone, "No." That's the thing that shocked me. I don't think that's anything to do with the rule. I just think that's bad officiating. Yeah,
1: but then that's the thing that I said that he was far enough away. From the goalkeeper to not have impeded his eye line. completely. see.
0: That's the thing. No, I just disagree with that because actually, yeah. the closer he is to the ball, Richarlison, the more of the ball he's going to block.
1: So goal... he's not into. He's not in the eye line of the goalkeeper. But he he's, to, he's kind of just to the right of him. He's, he's offside. I don't, he's not directly in front of him. He's offside. He's blocking. He's blocking the view the goalkeeper's
0: got of the shot coming through. So at that point, he's affected the play. But because I think because he's, he's not unsighted. directly in
1: front of him, that's why they've said it's fine. But he's unsighted. If he's directly in front of him, then he's definitely blocking his eye. Like. But he's he's un, yeah. he's the unsighted the goalkeeper from seeing the ball. I mean, he's not saving it anyway. That's a beautiful. thing. I finish, mean, he's yeah. he could
0: have got a yeah, but he he's he lost
1: he's lost five
0: six yards of that ball,
1: yeah.
0: which has meant because he, he got, nearly he was, got he was, there. To be fair to Mendy, he nearly got yeah. you know he nearly got there, and I reckon with that extra half a second second of that ball coming through. He sees that. Maybe. He sees it. So I think that one doesn't count. We all know Cucurella's had his head pulled off. So that one shouldn't stand either because there should have been a free kick in there
1: too. yeah So I think that one, that one I 100% agree with you. Tottenham should have been given. We have got away with well. one.
0: Count themselves oh, we'll lucky to oh, get I'll away from Stamford Bridge with a point there because they were by far the worst off team. And then all the shenanigans afterwards.
1: I, I, it was just bloody funny, wasn't it? It was funny.
0: <laughs> it was hilarious. But like, come on, let's have some... If you're going to go for it, go for it. Do you know what I
1: mean, Had You've been sent off at this point. Well, there'd been, been a bit of needle S- going on ne- during the game. Yeah,
0: I didn't I didn't really understand the first thought when it kicked off the first time. I didn't well, really Thomas understand Tuchel, the concept.
1: Because Antonio Conte went over towards him, I think he, got, he was celebrating oh, in front. Oh, he
0: did, didn't he? he yeah, he ran up to him, didn't yeah. he? And he reacted. And then, but
1: then obviously Thomas Tuchel goes exactly in the opposite direction. Yeah. When they score their second well, goal. He's gone to celebrate with his fans? Gone to celebrate technically, with his fans. He should be given a second yellow card for that, shouldn't
0: he? Uh well no because Mourinho did We've, it. So he's been given a yellow, <laughs> it was fine. He's
1: been given a yellow card already for the, the altercation first time around. Yeah, but he doesn't touch he doesn't, he doesn't he just he just he runs down the anything, line and but celebrates. He, but he inflammatory goes past our dugout. No, he goes up to his fans. Because the away he ran, fans... he runs past if he, our dugout. If he runs it.
0: the other way, he goes to the away fans.
1: Yeah. If, if, if he, if, runs, if he past, runs up
0: the touchline yeah. the way of his bench, and yeah. he runs up to the away fans. So that would be even more incendiary, surely, running towards yeah. the fans. So he ran the opposite way but, uh, towards the the home end. Okay, the, yeah, I can see why he didn't files. get
1: booked for it because they would have been uproar. But at the same time...
0: You listen, know, to the this, following... listen to this. Listen to
1: this if you're following
0: the rules. yeah, if this was Conte doing it, do you think we'd have be having this discussion? No, we
1: wouldn't. We'd probably still be talking about it.
0: No, we wouldn't. If Conte ran past the away dugout to go and celebrate with Tottenham fans, do you think you would be complaining
1: right now? Well no, because our home fans right. are at the other end. There we go. And Chelsea's, it was also... dugout. Chelsea's dugouts are the wrong way round. That's what it is.
0: Not really. Because what if they scored that goal in the first half?
1: he still would have run the other way if there had been if the dugouts had been the other way around he wouldn't have an issue
0: oh dear but there we are uh 2-2 two, two at the bridge chelsea can find themselves unlucky i think chelsea are looking good i think all these worries that kept coming out i thought they were overstated i think chelsea are going to be fine this season
1: oh they will be fine they just got to put teams away when they when they have the opportunity
0: yeah that, obviously they're still looking for their their number nine I uh, think Harry Kane might be available. Lol. Imagine, imagine, imagine.
1: Would never sell him. <laughs> imagine, to Chelsea. Just if imagine. Any though. club in the world. <laughs> just imagine. Came along. Chelsea would be very far uh, down that just, list. Just, just him.
0: imagine. But it, but that is the key for Chelsea. I think you know they they'd like someone they could rely on to get the goal and play in the way that Duker wants to play. I mean they've been linked yeah. with Aubameyang, which is still a strange one for me. Yeah, they're linked with Aubameyang. They just got rid of one troublesome striker in Lukaku, and then they
1: want to buy another.
0: You want to bring in Aubameyang, bit of an odd, odd one. But I know that Tuchel and they do have a relationship, don't they? From Dortmund, so they do from Dortmund, yeah. So maybe that would play a part in that. But he's proven in the Premier League, but he's not. I mean, he's getting on now, and he's 33 now. Aubameyang,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So might not he might be a short-term fix until they find yes, definitely someone else. it would be
1: a short-term fix. It wouldn't you be know, a long-term It'd solution. probably
0: be yeah. fairly cheap as well, given Barca's situation.
1: So... I think Barcelona were quoting them like 30 million.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which, yeah. I don't know if that's the definition of fairly cheap yeah. or not
0: anymore. <laughs> or it's, odd. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. If they've been quoted 30 million, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. It's a money. lot of money for a 33-year-old striker. I mean, yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tottenham still still got to improve i think to close the gap on the top three
1: yeah but Charlison came on and made a difference mm. we looked a lot more at it when he came on
0: yeah but so i think there's still a little, slowly little slowly. bit of work to do maybe a bit more i don't know if the, you're linked with anyone to improve your team and where you'd really um, look to we've improve got
1: a couple potentially there's a kid coming from udinese but he's going back to udinese so that doesn't really count mm-hmm maybe one more james garner's one that's come up
0: yeah no if day. we sell james garner to you that i mean that just epitomizes the mess that we're in right now we
1: well, want like, 14 million for him so
0: you know <laughs> that's, it's so it's so it's so man united right now if we you want harry winks if we if that's you the thing
1: right,
0: that's the thing james garner could probably do a job he's better than scott McTominay, right let's not pretend otherwise he's better than scott McTominay he's probably better well he's probably better than Fred as well right I just why would we sell him so cheaply as well to I mean, 14 someone million ain't cheap to Tottenham yeah. you know if you're sat there and you're going Tottenham wanting if I'm yeah. in if I'm in if I'm outside of the football element of Manchester United and I'm seeing you know John Murtough is willing to let James Garner go for 14 million but Tottenham want him who are better than you above you in the league surely you have to go uh-uh no right you have to go well surely th- i mean their recruitment's been a lot better than ours has in recent years yeah. so if they want one of our players which is very rare these days that teams want our players right yeah. then then maybe maybe just maybe we might think about keeping him maybe you know, Shall we, we move on, on to manchester so united dumb. i'd like to oh what a mess my football club's a joke I want to
1: move on to me. Uh, I don't I want, want to talk to about us.
0: It's, yes, do talk about it. It's just, I mean, I mean, we have, we always start because I have to do this every time. What a result for Brentford if we take it at the context of the mess that Manchester United are right now. Yeah. If you're Brentford and you've just beaten United four 0 you must yeah. be, you know, thinking you're on top of the world. And they blew you
1: away. Oh, it it was wasn't like joke. they joke.
0: Yeah, but no. we 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 lead to our own downfall. Obviously, the first goal, David has a howler David, De Gea. David has a howler A very rare howler these days he hasn't very made one of them for about two and a yeah. half years and then but then all but then all the chat starts on Twitter about De Gea. oh he's bad you know Dean Henderson was right shut up shut up <laughs> stop talking stop talking Dean Henderson he's not on a level of David De Gea he had a good very good game for Nottingham Forest don't get me wrong and he yeah. could well have if he'd have played it better than he did, then go to Forest and then moan about his parent club who still own him. <laughs> right? He might have still had a future at United. Right? Under different management. Because let's be honest, he's probably going to be under a new manager again when he comes back next season, by the way we're going. Possibly. <laughs> Just the mess that we are right now. Even though, to be fair, I'd be like, well, how can we blame Ten hag How can we blame any of our you managers? Can't blame Ten Hard. Exactly. How can you blame any of our managers up to this point if these players have not done it for three managers? Well... Yeah, one sort of technically as well, a bit Mourinho, but most of them under the last two, now three managers.
1: And I think the fourth goal epitomized the entire game for Manchester United. Oh,
0: we're just a mess.
1: We're just a mess. I mean, it was just a long ball out from the back. It was a good ball out from the back. Two on two at the back. Just a mess. Luke Shaw, in that instance, do you not think he should have brought him down? Yeah, but I think at that point, what's the point? You're three nil down. It's not getting There'll any be better. You're risk getting right. sent.
0: You risk getting sent off for what? Yeah.
1: You risk I getting sent.
0: You risk getting time. sent off for what? That's the thing, though. And it's like, okay, oh, yeah. you missed three games. Luke Shaw's not in a position, given that we've just brought a brand new left back to be missing it, for it did three. He's very well, to be fair. Exactly. Come he can't afford three. to not be playing. Yeah, true,
1: true.
0: He can't afford to be missing games through suspension when you've got this kid going on showing a bit of fight. So. Hey.
1: So you've been beaten by the birds and the bees
0: now, mate. <laughs> birds and the bees. Let's have a conversation about the birds and the bees, shall we? That should have been in the intro. <laughs> oh What a mess.
1: I thought honestly Current, we're a joke. We are a currently joke. Propping up the Premier League table as well. What a joke. What a joke.
0: I I, I just can't I've got no words. We're just the worst we're the worst football team in the league we, are, we, we deserve to be there disjointed. we deserve to be there there is there is not one team who is worse than us our cohesion the way we play the way that our attitude is our running now apparently reports are saying that Ten Hag made the players come in on their day Good. off on sunday uh, on sunday to run the distance yeah
1: the, the, the difference of the ball. distance yeah. that brentford
0: ran between them like yes more of that they need to more be taught they need oh, to, but absolutely. the thing is the players just are now proving they're not good enough. Yeah. And they've proven they're proving that now.
1: they
0: have over... proven that Ralph Ragney was actually right. Ralph was The thing is, I never thought Ralph was wrong. My issue with Ralph is that he, never, he would never have had the power no. to make the changes that he wanted, that he needed to make there because he didn't have the authority. Ten Hag has that authority. Yeah. Right? So people, you know, and they've dismissed maybe some... You know, we don't know exactly what's happened over the summer. Obviously, nothing that Ralph probably told him. But I think Ten Hag didn't want to be beholden, necessarily, to what Ralph had said. Yeah, So he wanted to come in, be his own man, do his own thing. He's now seeing it. He's got to learn the Premier League at the same time as manage this bunch yeah. of players who... You know what I mean? The first thing is effort, right? Effort. And, and the fans will respond to effort. Yeah,
1: absolutely. They will. Yeah.
0: For years at United, you know what I mean? You think of some of the unsung heroes at United who who the fans really adore. Players like uh, Brian McClare, like um Rob Robbo, like even players like Copple going back oh, and, and Whiteside. Oh, oh, oh. And then you bring it into the more era like Bruce and Pallister, not necessarily yeah. the most gifted footballers you've ever seen
1: but they give but 110%. they gave you
0: everything you know you go back what? as well into the into the dark i'm taking us back to our dark days in the 80s because this is what this is now you know you people like joe jordan and those type of players who again we weren't winning a lot we weren't right. you know For the, the grass- old cup or whatever what? but they put the effort in and the crowd responded mm. even in our dark time we're very close to that kind of low that we yeah. went back to when we got you know when we were relegated back in the 70s you've got to look at marcus
1: it's rashford so i mean they were a shall- about him he's a shell just of a like, man. Like, he's just not tracking back.
0: He's the he's shell of the black. Not pla- he's, around. He's the yeah. shell of whoever he was two or three years ago. It's it's a shame to see that you know it's just the confidence levels are so yeah, confidence gone, gone completely yeah. And it's the same for a lot of the players. But it's like the first thing you can do when your confidence is that low is run. Yeah, he's run, get in and amongst them, show some fight. Mm yeah definitely show something give us something to cling on to to go do you know what at least, at least they you know wait, i'd like to be able trying. to say at what? least they're trying but right now they're not even trying no right we we kind of lose we kind of go down early in games and that's it we're done yeah
1: head you go, know head go down and then i think oh good god here we go again. you know the
0: mistakes don't help no and the only one that really showed a backbone the man who made the mistake for the first goal who came out and said no i'm going to do the, i'm going to do the interview for the team this week
1: yeah
0: you know and that's why david's come out taken that shouldered that responsibility for his team even though he's been carrying them between him and ronaldo for the last 15 months
1: yeah
0: you know and it's like yeah you've probably been the man david to be fair and you've made a mistake and then you get all the david de gea haters coming in on him even though really he's been at our best he got you know player of the year again last year
1: yeah he's been the difference between you being top six and being yeah we could have been we
0: could have been bottom off the table last year we probably will be this year to be honest the way it's going unless something drastically changes something's got to drastically change in these players for it to even for us to even consider consider it I mean all the issues now with Ronaldo are coming through again Ronaldo's been a bad mood well I'm not surprised Ronaldo's in a bad mood we're playing crap the team aren't putting the effort in. And Ronaldo's the one taking the stick. But he's yeah. the one that can see that these players are not doing what they should be doing for the shirt of Manchester. Well, as a professional footballer, let's forget Manchester United, the club, right, yeah. that has its own demands. He's probably looking at them as professionals and going, they're
1: not good enough. You're not.
0: Yeah. What are you doing? And so I'm not surprised he's around being a bit moody. What do you want him to do?
1: You're like, yeah. oh, it'll be all right next week. Don't worry, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like, like what? To be honest, I thought you were going to change your shirts at halftime. To be, f- I, I think, I think it's probably,
0: I think that's probably more of an issue as the viewer because of the angle of the camera than it is at the level. I reckon at eye level, it's probably not. Probably they probably stand out against the crowd. Yeah, especially now, when, when you're, when you're away at home.
1: His- because obviously you had that famous game we with did. Southampton years ago. We did and changed the shirts so at half. time. that was a different
0: thing. matter because I reckon Fergie couldn't see his players on the pitch. That day. I mean, that might be because they weren't playing very well. To be fair, I yeah. couldn't see players on the football pitch. That's just in general, not not the kits they were wearing. I just yeah. I was looking at them going, these aren't footballers. But
1: what? fair play to Brentford, as you say, they oh they took advantage of it. They the were weakness, they were in our they faces. They gave the they equipment. didn't give a second
0: yeah. rest. They put, you know, they put those that defense under pressure. You know, they, they were trying to play out from the back. Um, it just wasn't working.
1: Line.
0: Yeah, wasn't working. You know, Ericsson makes a mistake that you don't expect to see Christian Ericsson make.
1: Not on the edge of his own box.
0: Yeah, but. it's just obviously that was probably an instinctive pattern of play that they've been working on. I would assume. Mm. So he thought, I'm under pressure. cling it off to Maguire. That was probably what they've been doing in training. Yeah, but it's been read. So it's about game and, and where you are in the moment. It's about game management, yeah, as well. It's just like okay, this isn't isn't working.
1: You don't try and play that pass, you just hoik it out into well, the stands or just he launch it downfield. I, I mean, the Brentford player had
0: absolutely he'd um committed in the pass. No, he'd coming. You know, he yeah. came, he committed to that block. So Ericsson just needs yeah. to have a look over his shoulder, go, Oh, he's coming. He could have turned away from him.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. He could, probably could have turned away from him. And he'd, he'd have been scot Free, stick it around the corner left foot and he's free of him but it's it like is. those little moments at the minute they don't yeah, they just they don't them. know yeah. and, that, and that might be them learning this new style of play mm-hmm. a bit you know and what to do at the right time when to do it but then there's the rest of it <laughs> there's the rest of it that goes with it and it's like yeah you're just not good footballers you're just not very good a little boy Liverpool next week. Uh, I mean, no spoilers for later in the podcast. But if we do beat Liverpool, we'll go above them. (laughs) So you know, I like your optimism. (laughs) Oh, we're not getting anything (laughs) out of that game. It could be the same. It could be worse next week. Could be worse. And Old Trafford. Don't. I would not be surprised if Old Trafford is empty. Old
1: Trafford is going to be empty.
0: (laughs) Old Trafford could very well be empty for that Liverpool game. There is new. There is. There are. There are requests for uh, a. A protest to happen where people, where the fans don't go into the stadium, and I think right now is probably that time where that could happen. Yeah, but then I think that
1: doesn't I, help the team. Yeah, but it doesn't. I, know I mean, the team doesn't. At this sort of point though
0: but I think the point, the thing at this point is, well, these players—it doesn't matter whether there's seventy-five thousand people in that stadium or not. The players aren't performing. No. Right. In, in fact, in some respects, we played better in COVID when we didn't have us, we didn't have fans in the stadium, so it might work for them
1: it might
0: work for him. but it's just like well so, yeah. no now's the time it's like well the fans need to get that message across internationally that this ownership it. has fundamentally ruined this football club over the 10, ten year period since Sir Alex Ferguson and David Gill have left the club right yeah let's not let's not fool ourselves anymore right you can't Gary Neville put this very well actually during during the Monday Night Football right he said when a school doesn't perform And exam results are bad. You don't blame the players, do you? Right? You get special measures in, and it's the management structure that comes under fire. That is where Manchester United are right now, right? You can't blame the players anymore because they've clearly shown that they're not good enough, right? The recruitment's bad at United. It has been. The coaching, the, the the style that the club wants to be at. I mean, we've gone through... five six managers all with a different type of style of play who all want different types of players yeah none of which really worked out apart from a you know two second places I mean apart from that first you know that Mourinho year where we come second and won a couple a couple of trophies and Van Gaal managed to win a trophy it's just been it's been utter you know and I think who was that? Uh, I can't remember who it was. There was someone on Talk Sport as well? Who was it moaning about United being privileged? Well, we're not. I think. Sorry, but this was a former Tottenham player, I think, who was it wasn't going Simon off. Simon Jordan was it? No, it wasn't Simon Jordan. It wasn't Simon it was, Jordan.
1: That, was, does, that does surprise me. It was
0: a player. It was a player. It was an ex-player, an ex-Tottenham player.
1: Jason Candy?
0: No. No, I can't remember who it was now. But he was going off on one, and oh, I, and right. he was just like, oh, you know, United, you know need to get real and so we're manchester united we expect a standard right you know we've gone from that period of greatness but the dip so quickly when you think about it we finished this year after sir Alex left we finished seventh so the dip was straight away the warning sign was there from the first year of this and yeah football goes ups and downs and different clubs come through but when you've had that sustained success for 20 years and then it the next year, it's gone. It wasn't a slow burn. It wasn't like, oh, we've had a couple second places, we've dropped off the boil, and fallen slowly down the league, like a bit like Arsenal did. Really, that's kind of what happened to Arsenal, wasn't it? You know, they went from finishing, you know, they went from winning the league, they went second, and they come third a few times. And it was all about getting into fourth. Then they sacked Wenger, and then it went bad, and then they're starting to come back again. That's happened in the space of four or five years for Arsenal.
1: Yeah,
0: and that turnaround for them has happened but manchester united are just in a mess the training ground used to be the best in the premier league it's now not it's probably not even in the top five the ground used to be the best in the premier league now it's probably again not even in your top five the club's a mess it needs investment and all all the glazers want to do is take their dividend out yeah that's all they're interested in but it surprises me you know they keep going on you know they show the face oh yeah you know we want us to bring back the success Well prove it do something invest they, they no don't get me wrong. they're not going to put money into Manchester United they're just going to use Manchester United right yeah. to do it and then but what will happen is they'll get to the end of the financial year go, okay yeah we've done the right sponsorships again this year yeah and they'll take they'll take their dividend and they'll be like yeah they'll be happy mm-hmm because at the minute it just feels like to the Glazers this isn't a project anymore it's a cash cow money making exercise yeah, yeah. They're more worried about what's going over going on with making sure Tom Brady gets his contract sorted (laughs) over in Tampa what can we give Tom Brady I know uh let's take uh let's take 20 million out of Man United this year and put that on Brady's contract you know it'll get better it might have to get worse but it's going to get worse and they keep coming on with these takeovers or whatever and I just don't believe they're gonna happen because the Glazers don't want to sell why would you sell something that's making you 20 30 million pounds a year or whatever they're taking in dividends every year and they probably won't leave us until it's too late for the club to recover in time properly. Yeah, and then we and could be back to
1: the dark days.
0: It's going to be a horrendous time, but there we are 4 nil What a joke of a football club right now! Let's see because we've been linked with so many players. I was watching looking at the Sky Sports reporting and I don't know what's going on there or you know the stuff coming out of the club in the space of two and a half hours. Right, I saw three reports on the Frankie de Jong thing.
1: All right, okay. First
0: one at 5 o'clock was Manchester United are optimistic over the Frankie de Jong deal. <laughs> right. 7 o'clock, oh, Man United have some doubts about the Frankie de Jong deal. Yeah, Half 7, they've withdrawn the bid, the agreement with Barcelona for Frankie de Jong. That happened in the space of two and a half hours. I saw yeah, a report, but... I think Adam Crook at TalkSport said uh, Frankie de Jong will be a Manchester United player by the time the Liverpool game happens that's not gonna happen is it no I don't know what's going on in terms of channels coming out of the club I don't know what's going on because obviously these reporters are putting their neck on the line saying this stuff
1: mm.
0: but they must be getting it from somewhere you know what I mean
1: someone's doing some Chinese you we've know, been linked
0: with a striker from Atletico although nothing about uh, it
1: yeah
0: no uh, no not Ma- no, not no right. or Kucha all right yeah
1: yeah um yeah.
0: been linked with with them obviously the Rabio deal
1: their was another one who's that sorry Sergio Dest. Yeah. Another Barcelona player.
0: Yeah, Barca player. Um, The Rabiot deal doesn't seem like it's any closer to getting done. I don't know why that's taking so long. We agreed the fee. Here's a contract offer. Surely you take it or you don't at this point.
1: He's got to talk to his mum about it first.
0: Uh, His mum's going to kick off no matter what. And it's just like, what is going on? I don't understand what's going on. But there we are. Right, let's move on to other things because it makes me sad. Uh, I don't really want to talk about Man City next shall we talk Southampton Leeds so that I can let's oh, talk no.
1: about Southampton Leeds very good game of football that yeah one. it's
0: very good because I can say that Leeds lost a two goal lead that makes me feel a little bit happier
1: they did yeah. Rodrigo has in turned
0: up though hasn't he early season
1: he has yeah definitely
0: got on 2-0 up scored you know two really good finishes as well for those yeah. two goals um,
1: Southampton didn't lay down they got themselves back they in. didn't
0: and they needed to show that that fight and they did and they turned it round. Um, and they could be very happy with that performance, I thought. Although Joe Aribo took a nage to uh, shoot. Composure. Yeah, I know
1: it was composure. It was
0: good but composure,
1: but composure that was. Yeah,
0: He's he just like, yeah. no, I'm going to make sure I'm getting this. This is my first, you well, he know. he got the goalkeeper down. And he was just like, come on. His first, his first anyone, goal for the club. There's only
1: a player on the line.
0: <laughs> his first goal for the club, he wanted to make sure. And he did. fall him back into Walker it. Peters and then Walker-Peters as well with a good finish. Yeah. That one, uh, a very exciting pre- proper Premier League game. That one,
1: yeah, did go backwards and forwards, and then it, it sort of last ten minutes or so. It was like, well, I don't know who's going to win this now. Yeah,
0: Leeds, Leeds will be di- obviously disappointed they lost the two yeah, goal lead. Always
1: disappointed Leeds two goal lead. Um,
0: but Southampton had that fight back in. Even what they showed
1: that. against us last week, it's nice to see that they actually had a bit of fight well, back. This, they this, could is, have it. Just this over. is it, though.
0: Yeah. This is what this this is what Southampton have been, though, haven't they? Under Hasselbulten is. He's inconsistent. They're yeah, consistently inconsistent. inconsistent. They'll be brilliant one week and then get decimated the next. And
1: yeah.
0: uh, Southampton fans at times must be thinking, oh, we've turned a corner. Oh, no, we haven't.
1: Yeah, we've just turned another corner and we're back where we started. Exactly. It's like every time for
0: them. <laughs> every time for them. But they can be happy with their two goals uh, yeah. to get them back into it. 2-2, that one finished. Uh, right, okay. Let's talk about, shall we, Brighton newcastle and Wolves yep. Fulham because they're quite easy to get through because it was nil nil and i'll be honest i never even watched the highlights for these,
1: yeah, so you had a these. Chance that was cleared off the line yeah it was a very even game neither side really did much to win it yeah disappointing Fulham. i
0: saw the penalty i saw um, the atrocious penalty
1: oh mitrovich what are you doing yeah
0: son? he's had a shocker especially after We're the composure the Especially just the composure that he had with the one against Liverpool.
1: Yeah, just put it in the corner. Yeah. Jose Sarr doesn't save it if you put it in the corner.
0: Yeah. It was a shocker, and unfortunately, Fulham couldn't get the first win. The
1: Wolves probably would have felt they would have won that.
0: Yeah, they probably did. Uh, they probably did, looking at it. I mean, you know what?
1: They had 60% of the ball.
0: But they only really had they only had one shot on target, according to the stats. I so.
1: haven't got anybody to put the ball in there. They might have soon, though, because they're, they're after a, like a record buy.
0: Yes, forty-five
1: million for the um, sporting Lisbon kid.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's been confirmed. That deal.
1: It's near. I think it's near enough done. It probably will be done by the time yeah. this goes out. Fabrizio has is sent. Here we go. So we know that. It's oh, is real, he? Okay. Yeah,
0: he's here. We goed it. I think so.
1: Right. Okay. It's we... Here we go. Time. Then it's yeah. it's a go. So that will make a huge difference to them if he can hit the ground running. be balls. Wolves like, goals have always been a problem. Under Juno and under this... But that's just, you know, without
0: having Jimenez, practically for, you know, three seasons we're getting into now, aren't we? With Jimenez struggling with injuries.
1: He's not not been the player that he was before the head injury. Yeah,
0: indeed. Arsenal then. Arsenal? (laughs) Let's talk Arsenal. I thought they were were very, very good Arsenal.
1: They were very good. They were
0: very good. And that first finish, but Gabriel Jesus' first goal, that finish is special he's a very good finish yeah very good i was i was looking at it going oh my god that's just to be honest he didn't really i know i might be showing my ignorance here but i never really saw that real finisher's instinct, instinct from, him. from yeah. him at city no but he he's maybe he's just the role maybe that you have to yeah. play in that city setup but here he's just getting into he's finding it and he's scoring the goals he's going into the good areas he's yeah, yeah he never really showed those goal scoring instincts and while he was at city but he since he's coming to Arsenal, even the, the, the back post header yeah you know it's 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 good center forward play it's from getting him
1: getting the supply to him
0: as well yeah which but
1: obviously you're not short
0: supplying supply in a manchester city team I just think it's that role that 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 center forward plays for city it's, yeah it's very specific isn't it yeah uh saliba will be a little bit disappointed with his own goal
1: he will be very disappointed with his own goal.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think he could have. Pro- I mean, he was stretching. And I can understand why he thinks he has to go for it because, you know, he's just going to drop into the path. I think it was Ivardi running through behind him. Yeah, I think he was. Um, yeah. And he has to do something with it. But it wasn't to be. No. So you think, oh, OK, Leicester are back in it. But then what? straight away, Shaq goes up the other end. Yeah. And, and it's 3 1. They I know responded you're
1: the well. vulnerable when you've well, it. Well,
0: Leicester back. did it twice because madison, yeah, madison exactly. scores and then martinelli <laughs>
1: next minute and and scores again yeah. i
0: worry i am worried about
1: leicester this year yeah very much so very much they so.
0: need they need so they need improvement yeah you know and they keep getting all their players are getting linked as well with other clubs at the minute yeah
1: because for Fofana linked out. away i
0: think madison's yeah. been linked away um yeah. telemans telemans yeah. someone could yet come in for indeedy please please yeah. eric see him um, you know, so that there's there's a problem for Leicester because they're not investing and it's unusual for them not to, to go out and try and improve. They've kind of been... But to be fair, they haven't really invested too much over the last couple of seasons, really, have they? No. There's not a lot, really, losing that they've losing done. Losing
1: Kashper's a big one. And yeah, Kasper's sure. Yeah, losing
0: Kashper yeah. was... I mean, but he's probably got to a point where he wanted to go and the club are just yeah, said, he well, he he's, been such a good, and, he's been such yeah. a good servant. How can we? But then to not have... Something lined up in terms of a goalkeeper because mm. if that happens, I think if they if they knew that Casper wanted to leave early summer, why are they Ooh, not busting a gut to try and get someone like Dean Henderson?
1: Yeah, yeah. maybe they were. Who
0: knows? That you know, for me, that's that could have been a no-brainer.
1: Mm.
0: Um, but yeah, the fact that they haven't got another goalkeeper lined up yet is is an odd one because I don't think Danny Ward is someone, even though they've given him the number one shirt. I don't think he's someone that you can. You can bank on as being your number one goalkeeper, consistent uh, for a season. Yeah. To be honest,
1: I mean, he's not played enough games over the last four or five years to yeah, yeah. to suggest that he could step in and do the job for him. No.
0: So uh, yeah, Leicester needs some. Um, you know, Jamie Vardy's not getting any younger. Nope. he's he's also been linked with a move to Manchester United. By the way, Jamie Vardy, yeah, we're getting linked with everyone at the minute. But I wouldn't really want to go for that deal. I think Jamie Vardy would have been good for United five five years ago. -hmm. Yeah, um, but not now.
1: Yeah, his pace has dropped off considerably, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. So they've got some work to do, Leicester. Arsenal look. Arsenal do look strong.
1: They look brilliant. They've had a really
0: good start to the season. They look better than Tottenham.
1: It's fine. Only second week of the season. I'm not worried.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Two Mm -hmm. points ahead of Spurs already.
1: Yeah. Not worried.
0: So tough times ahead. And then we get Six to the mi- ahead
1: of Man United. And then we,
0: <laughs> we get to the uh we get to the machine that is Manchester City.
1: Yep. It just keep, keep going.
0: Rolling on. Easy peasy. Uh the opening goal from Gundogan, the strength from Haaland to hold off his defender, fall on the floor and still get the pass away. <laughs> Unreal. Kevin De Bruyne's outside of the boot finish.
1: Oh, what a beautiful
0: finish. The finish that was. Uh, and then Phil Foden gets the the
1: third one. Should have squared it to Haaland, but
0: oh. yeah. <laughs> well, there was one earlier, wasn't there, where Haaland was absolutely just like the sweatiest yeah. FIFA goal in the world was just to pass it sideways. Was it? Was it I can't remember. Was, was it, it? Was, Foden? Foden, I think. was yeah, it, it was Foden? Was it Foden who had the shot instead of all he already needed to do was square it to Haaland and he was tapping it in in front of had, the home so crowd for the first about eight
1: time. Haaland. Yeah, well, he doesn't need to in that team. He,
0: I mean, for him, if he gets one touch and that touch is to put the, goal, the ball in the back of the net, he'll be happy. Mm-hmm. He's a goal scorer. So he'll just be frustrated he's not scored. Not that he's only touched the ball eight times. Yeah, Because that's just the player that he is. You know, he's very much in that. Will be. He, You yeah. know, his mentality reminds me a lot, actually, of Ruud van and the way he used to think about goal scoring.
1: Yeah,
0: Ruud didn't care if he didn't touch the ball in a football match. If he touched the ball once in a match and it was to put the ball in the net, he'd go home happy. He wouldn't care.
1: He Lots just of wanted people to will be unhappy goals. for fantasy points, though. Yeah, they probably will be, but Me they including. can blame
0: Phil Foden because you'd have had that one yeah. touch for a I'm goal. With Foden. I'm
1: definitely blaming Phil Foden. Yeah, it's that definitely
0: Phil Foden's fault for sure. Bournemouth but...
1: will be glad to have that one out of the way. Yeah, that's
0: uh, it was always going to be a tricky one for Bournemouth. You know, they still might want to do some work in the transfer market.
1: Yeah, but and the fact it was only four nil, maybe a blessing coming yeah. into the season. They've
0: gone to the Etihad and. Got blown away. There's, there's many better teams than Bournemouth that are probably going to suffer the same fate. Yeah, up there. So I wouldn't be. They're not going to be too disheartened with that. Uh, Villa, Everton. Yeah. Uh Danny Ings with a belter. Yeah, absolutely. and it needed to be because he took the ball off Coutinho. <laughs> and if he doesn't score, that's probably what made him score that because he thinks, oh no, I've just taken it off Coutinho's foot and he was running in on goal.
1: He had to score that. It was, very good it was a good
0: turn and a good finish, but it had to be because yeah, he would have been in a lot of trouble, I think.
1: And Everton, I thought where Everton run lucky. Yeah, were very much. They, they were they good, were but they didn't have half chances.
0: Yeah, they didn't yeah. really create much. And I do like this stat that uh, I saw this thing. Oh, well, Luka Dina. Luka Dina being Everton's top goal scorer uh, after leaving the club after leaving the club eight months earlier,
1: which yeah. is a great, no, which is, is a great you, thing. Do you see the other stat? No, what's the other stat? So the last time that Aston Villa played Everton, yeah. Luca Dina scored an own goal, but he was playing for Everton. Oh and he scored a goal for Aston Villa. There we go. And then obviously switched clubs.
0: That's another good one. <laughs> he was just paying it back. He was, yeah. He it was, was it wasn't it. it wasn't that it wasn't that dangerous at 2-0 up. He's like, Yeah, I can no. give him that.
1: No, here's goal was pretty good. Well. Digg, yeah, that was
0: you know, both of the Villa goals were really good. Uh,
1: a much needed
0: win for Villa
1: and Everton, of course. Bit of a Difficult one with Diego Carlos, though. Out for the season.
0: Yeah, no, they've lost an important player for him yeah. um, at the back. Obviously, they'd kind of brought him in to be that competition back there, but they're going to have to resort back to concert and... Yeah, and Ming's on. They're going to have Ming's... to go out and get another one,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, they might look for a loan deal, though, I think, rather than a... Yeah, rather than a purchase. Yeah, yeah. they might have a look to see what's what's available in the, given in the last couple of weeks of the transfer market... Uh, needed Everton are going to struggle we said this and I don't see yeah. any I don't see that changing There's
1: are talking about Gordon going to Chelsea which seems bonkers
0: bonkers are oh, that 40 million pound bid going in from yeah that, that's an odd one for me that uh the right, only thing I thought only, yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah the, the only thing yeah but yes he is Everton's best footballer but even for Chelsea it's an odd move I think yeah
1: they don't need
0: so unless unless Gordon. unless they know they're going to lose someone else Maybe Eventually. a sick or, or a zaich or someone, I think. Yeah, it could do. Just the point that Karen Carney made on um, Super Sunday. Yeah. Whatever they call it these days. So, um, yeah. So, interesting moves for Anthony Gordon, potentially. Uh, Everton, they need to get out. I mean, I don't know what they can do. Obviously, Onana came on for like the last 10 minutes, didn't they?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Salomon Rondon made a reappearance.
1: Yeah, he was suspended last week.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what goes on, but I think Everton need to do some work in the next couple of weeks on their transfers.
1: They definitely do. Yeah.
0: Uh, the other game then on Sunday, because we talked about uh, Chelsea, Spurs was Forest and West Ham, and I've oh, never seen a team game. defend for their lives like Forest did on Sunday. Yeah, it was the rearguard of
1: rearguard actions. And the goal was just. Well, well, I think Jesse Lingard should have
0: Jesse Lingard should have scored. Yes, because yeah. when I first saw it, I thought, "Oh, he's passed that to him." No, and that's I yeah, that sort of thing. I thought, I thought, "Oh, because it was so soft, the effort was so soft." And of yeah. course, I didn't see a. I didn't see the deflection on the first time of seeing it. So, so it just looked like oh, we passed it straight to him. I thought, that's hard for Jesse. Normally, he'd normally just that in. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a really poor effort, and it just bounces nicely for uh, a weenie. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, i wouldn't I, I apologize for yeah. butchering names we'll
1: go we'll, we'll go with that one yeah butchering names
0: <laughs> but they defended like nothing and then the penalty from rice was a shocker oh dear not a good one it's Not been a good weekend for no, penalties no not a good weekend as well when i want dean henderson not to look good <laughs> as well Declan, you've let me down there
1: yeah
0: you've absolutely let me down there the thing is, there might be a bit in that though, because obviously they probably practiced penalties against Dean Henderson. He was probably the goalkeeper yeah. they were practicing against for England in the Euros last summer.
1: In the Euros, yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. it probably wasn't, you know, they probably weren't up against Pitford all the time. Probably at the end of the session, have a little kickabout against uh Dean, keeping cool. warm.
1: But if they've, if Forrest can maintain that atmosphere, I mean, it was absolutely fantastic at the City Ground. They were making so much noise.
0: Oh yeah absolutely it was and
1: if they can maintain that you know home form is always the most important it. one of the promoted side
0: that's it well it is for most premier league teams yeah. to be honest Do you know what i mean like that, you that is your bread and team. butter you know you know that there's going to be the the big clubs are going to come and cause you trouble but you can probably nick a point off a couple of them yeah. but if you can if you can get a lot of wins you know at home against whoever eventually finishes bottom half of the table mm. you're going to have had a good season
1: yeah definitely
0: um, but yeah, they definitely. I think you know, West. Ham I mean, are not a bad team either. Don't forget. No. Um, but they should. They had loads of chances. I mean, the free kick from was it Ben Rama?
1: Yeah, the crashed off the it? bar. Yeah,
0: that was unbelievable strike. Yeah. Um, and then there was a couple of, like the point blank save that Henderson made to was it Fournells who who had the free header off the, off the rebound.
1: Yeah, they had really, I had chances, West Ham. they had chances. I had very
0: there, yeah. good chances as well. But they'll be disappointed, really, know. not come away with a win, well, with at least a point from that yeah, game. Definitely. But yeah. the rear guard, I'm all for Forrest staying up, so I don't mm-hmm. mind. And then that leaves us with one last game, and that's Liverpool Palace. Speaking of rearguard actions, R- rear guard actions, or 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 indeed rear head actions. Oh,
1: that's a bad pun.
0: Rear head actions. I'm going with it. It's happened. Now. Uh, so <laughs> Nunez, I mean, let's talk. Actually, let's talk about the Palace goal first because I thought that was brilliant. Brilliant
1: counter-attacking football.
0: Eze yeah. with the little quick feet to get around Fabinho. Yeah. Knocks the ball in behind for Zaha, and that finish from Wilfried Zaha is phenomenal. Oh, it yeah. is world class. Yeah. Like you don't beat Allison one on one easy. You just no, don't. He's no, literally the best not. goalkeeper in the world right now. Right you yeah. don't beat him easy he could only put that ball where he put it it's the only yeah. place that ball can yeah, go it's the only
1: place he beats him yeah. yeah
0: it's it's the only place and you give it a proper a proper Omri as I'd call it the little <laughs> little curler and it was perfection and that's yeah, probably what they've been working good. on all week in training I'd imagine yeah. is get the ball when we win the ball win it, it win win the win the first ball when it comes out get it to feet get it long play because it in the had channel a
1: couple of chances like that as well, well that's it yeah. play it in that
0: channel behind um Nat Phillips it was, wasn't it? He was yeah, playing centre back. Yeah. Get it in get 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 it in in that channel, you know, because Liverpool and centre back. Well that's the yeah. thing that they don't cover. They um, rely on the one on one, Liverpool, and they like, well, go on then. And then and then yeah. Allison. And I think I think Van Dyke obviously goes to then to cover, get the sprint mm-hmm. down, thinks Zaha's gonna cut inside, so puts the brakes on, and that just gives cool. Zaha the space he needed then, because he didn't yeah. chop back. And it was it was a good goal uh and then the moment of madness oh from Nunez. the thing is though it wasn't as if it was a, a one moment
1: no because he had
0: to go first
1: yeah
0: and then you kind of think oh okay i've had that oh what am i doing you know you think you'd have that clarity at that Ooh. point oh no i can't do that
1: and then anderson sort of anderson
0: anderson him. anderson yeah. kind of gives him that oh what you're doing because he saw him yeah. try and headbutt him and then what so happened after it. that oh my God I mean that's illegal in every sport you can't even do that in a box you can't do that in a boxing match you can't do that in MMA that's illegal in any sport you play at a headbutt
1: fair play to James Milner he was trying his best to get him off the field
0: yeah James Miller was just like nah 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 nah, nah. you can't I, I don't like, think oh, a lot of people no. <laughs> I think a lot of people did probably notice what happened but the fact that the, the only you know the ref was looking right at it because they were both yeah. kind of shouting at the ref and the ref must have been thinking what's he done and then he get you know obviously he gets in What's the dressing room
1: where's the red card
0: yeah <laughs> absolute bizarre but Liverpool were phenomenal after that still yeah they're a football team yeah. but and then the goal from Diaz is something special as well it is very special yeah. beat beat the players that he did comes outside uh, goes to shoot once but then realizes nope I can't do that to have that awareness running at that speed
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah and uh, it looked like then that he faked it but i think he was trying to go for the shot but noticed the defender at the corner of his eye and thought no i'll go another one and then yeah. that strike that he unleashed was something yeah we've seen some really good goals i think this week end in the yeah. premier league okay like, it's been a really good weekend of football there's a lot of exciting things i mean you know taking off my annoyance at my own football club brentford beating manchester united is a huge thing for brentford you've had everything that happened at at Stamford Bridge, you've had, you know, City being city, Arsenal showing signs of a, a resurgence. You've got what you know, even last and then last night's game, Liverpool playing the way they did against ten men. The yeah. two goals. It's been a really good weekend of football.
1: It has, definitely.
0: Uh so th- yeah, that t- takes us all through the games. Uh I think then we'll um should we have a little look? So we've had some leagues start, haven't we, this this
1: week? We have. Some leagues have begun. I'm going to take you around the world and tell you all about it. Let's do it. So we begin with Serie A and it returned, of course, as did Romelu Lukaku. It took him just two minutes for Inter to score as they won. Former Manchester United target Marco Anatovic scored as Bologna lost to Lazio. So, you know, you've got a player who can score there, Chris. No. Can't sign him. No. Moving into the Bundesliga, where there was a returning goal for Timo Werner as they drew 2 all That's Leipzig with Cologne. Dortmund won 3-1, and a player to look out for as Jamie Bowden Gittins grabbed the headlines. Englishman doing well in Germany. Another one, along with Jude Bellingham. PSG hit Montpellier for five, but the win is overshadowed by a couple of bizarre moments from Kylian Mbappe. One where he completely got disinterested and just wandered away because they sent the ball the other side of the field. And then he had a little bit of a dust-up with Lionel Messi, just wrapped or walked Ooh. into him. And Messi was kind of like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> anyway, moving on to Barcelona, they finally managed to register some players in time for their game with Rayo Vallecano, but it finished nil-nil. Real Madrid survived a scare against newly promoted Almeria to come out 2-1 winners. And after a dreadful start to the season in the MLS, Inter-Miami moved into the playoffs after beating New York City. Wayne Rooney's DC United lose 1-0 to New England. So it's just the one win, so far mm. under, under Wayne Rooney.
0: There's still a bit lot going on then, internationally. We love yep. to see it. Um, did, 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 did the Austrian League start up this week at all? Austrian? That's where Donis is, isn't he? He's in Switzerland. Swiss! He's in Switzerland. I thought about it. You know, I honestly thought about it. Right. I actually thought about it before I said it. And I was like, oh, no, it's not Switzerland. It's Austria. I thought Swiss first. No, no, I got it wrong last week. So, obviously, it's Austria. So, Switzerland then for Donis, Avdijaj. Have they started yet? They have, yeah. They
1: have, like, five games into the season, mate. Oh, nice. How's he getting on? (laughs) So... We'll go back, we'll roll it back a few days. We'll go back to last Thursday. Okay. Because we are in the third qualifying round of the Europa League. FC mm-hmm. Zurich taking on Northern Ireland's Limfield. Nice. Donis yeah. scored twice. Get it. As they won 3 0. That's the first so time we've had our winter kids, kids yeah. score. Yes. That's oh. that first goal. He's got a couple <laughs> London buses. So they take on Hearts. Over Ooh. two legs no, in the playoff no round. more British interest for Donis. Yeah, to make it into the Europa League. The um, the win in the Europa League, though, didn't transfer over to, to the league form, though. Oh. Just a one-all draw for them. No goals for Donis, unfortunately. He needs the big
0: stage. I think Donis needs the big stage. I think that's what he we're learning. He
1: needs the big stage. You're a big so European qualifier. Still without qualifier. A win FC Zurich out of five, but they're getting better.
0: Getting there getting there, indeed. Well, that's exciting. So we've only a couple of weeks left, really, until the transfer window shuts as well. So there's lots to be, lots, lots to go on. I think and it's going to happen in the next few weeks. Players getting linked here and there and everywhere. Uh, we'll try our best to keep on top of it, but it's 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 going all over the shop. So uh and there's
1: so many things happening.
0: Yeah, so many things that could happen that won't happen. Obviously, we've talked about the Frankie De Jong saga that's going on and the Cristiano thing and everything else that's happening at Manchester United. You've got. You know, Chelsea's bid for Anthony Gordon. You've got uh, other bits going on. I'm sure Liverpool might go in the market for something else if they don't feel they've got enough firepower.
1: You know, we were talking about Rabiot earlier on. Yeah. It's just popped up on my feed Mm. that the Manchester Evening News are reporting that Rabiot's obscene wage demands means that the deal is off.
0: Yeah, fine. If if you're trying to make these demands, don't care. I actually back the club in those situations. Yeah. And that's going to
1: be our problem. everyone knows we're desperate everyone knows you're in trouble everyone knows we're we're desperate
0: yeah so yeah fine whatever uh right (laughs) (laughs) just give up whatever's gonna happen's gonna happen come back next week for the more drama i guess (laughs)
1: yeah
0: after i've been well do you know what? i won't even be depressed we're
1: gonna lose Liverpool next week it's this foregone conclusion so yeah till i run you through the fixtures for next week let's have a
0: let's have a little look at the fixtures for next week
1: Okay, so we start on Saturday lunchtime. An early start for me as well as Tottenham take on Wolves. Then Everton, Nottingham Forest at 3 o'clock, joined by Leicester and Southampton, Fulham and Brentford and Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. 5.30 game down at the Vitality Stadium is Bournemouth taking on Arsenal. There are two games kicking off at 2 o'clock on Sunday. West Ham and Brighton's one, Leeds and Chelsea's the other. That's going to be tasty between those two Mm. if you know your history. Newcastle take on Manchester City at the 4.30 game. And as we've alluded, next Monday night to Old Trafford. It could be empty Old Trafford. Manchester United taking on Liverpool.
0: Indeed. So it's going to be a good weekend of football. There's going to be lots of things happening, I'm sure, as well. So you're not going to want to miss it. We'll be back next week to discuss it all. So make sure that you do look after yourselves. Don't forget you can get in touch at Let's Football Pod on your Twitter. Email us at let'sfootballpod at gmail.com too. But for now, we will see you all next week for some more depression? Probably. Hopefully. See you later. Bye! Bye.